a minute of Tombstone Minute. This is Minute 25. I am your host, Rob, and joined by Joe. Opinionated Joe. Opinionated happy, Joe. Happy hour. Uh, this, yeah, this is uh, Minute 25, which is, uh, we see uh, a conversation uh, end between uh, Sheriff Bean and Earps and Doc because there's a shootout. And we're introduced to two new characters that end up becoming pretty important in this movie, Creek Johnson and uh, Texas Jack. Yeah, and I, I think that we, we spoke earlier um, this week about what our cowboy name should be. I guess really the best answer is you just go with your first name and then where you're from, right? Yeah, you could do that. Or, or you know, in the in this scenario of Creek Johnson, just a, a, a a geographic feature of somewhere. Okay, so what would yours be like? Uh, Railroad Rob. Oh, Railroad Rob. That that could be one. Yeah. Because uh, I know that your part of uh, Wisconsin is, I, I I don't know. Why 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 is Railroad? Why are There's the railroads a, a big deal up there? Where I grew up, there was there used to be railroads ran through it. It was a railroad town. Okay, so so it's it was like anymore. every single town in the world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, Tombstone's a railroad town. <laughs> Yeah, I guess actually, like, Tombstone's not a railroad town, though, right? Because they don't take the rails yeah, here. Yeah, that's a good point. You're right? <laughs> yeah, they have, they can't take so the rails. They have to take a wagon. Yeah, Tucson um, is a railroad. So town. would my uh, if we're only if we're sticking strictly to my Wisconsin upbringing, would I be like Big Lake Joe? Could or do Great Big Lake, Lake Joe? Joe. Great Lake Joe. Cheesy Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dairy Boy Joe. Dairy Boy Joe. <laughs> Yeah, let's okay. Uh, officially, that's my new cowboy name, Dairy Boy Joe. Dairy Boy Joe, <laughs> and Railroad Rob. Those are our new names. I like. Them. I don't like Railroad Rob. I what? don't like that. Nope. Nope. Um. <laughs> uh, well, it, that's. I'm, I'm sorry you don't like it, but at least it makes sense. Ransom McCree. Oh, uh, you remembered. I I wish I couldn't, but I do. <laughs> um. So we have. Uh, Sheriff Bean, in this minute, continues to talk about, you know, how great the town is. And I do enjoy how Doc calls it as it is. And he's sort of like, getting ahead of yourselves, are you? Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Sheriff Bean mentions that, you know, it, soon they'll be as big as San Francisco. Um, Come on. Spoilers, they do not become bigger than it's San like, Francisco. Like, this is after the gold rush. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is decades after the gold rush believe right this is about 1870 this is like 1880 probably 1881 1879 somewhere around there so Um, it's decades after the gold rush and this cane toting loser in a pinstripe suit is trying to talk about like this is the next san francisco in the middle of the desert doc holly does not believe it this is why i think it's so funny when a few minutes earlier when just an entire like uh uh, stock of cattle come through. <laughs> it's like this isn't what happens in cosmopolitan cities, even in this era. Uh, I mean, I would assume. Well, I don't think in San would, Francisco someone's driving their cattle through it. Certainly not through downtown or something. But I mean, in this era, like in Chicago and certain parts of that city, yeah, there would be cattle being herded. Sure, through, and but... like the meat house areas and stuff. Yes. Um, we also see the Crystal Palace, uh, the yeah. conversation, and uh, 
This is another location I looked up. A real location that's still there, Joe. I, I, uh, listeners, we should go there, right? Yeah, I've been thinking that more and more. Like I've been, uh, I've been thinking like this, this. We need to go. We need to go. There's too much. After we spend however many minutes, uh, what we should do is we should get a big fan bus. <laughs> <laughs> fan bus. <laughs> and we can get fans of no, two no, so no. Minutes. We'll take we the train. But yeah. we'll take the train. Well, well, we only can take that to Tucson. Well, all right. Then we'll, yeah, we'll, okay. <laughs> then we'll take the fan we'll bus. We'll work it out from there. <laughs> what would we drink on the fan bus? Uh, I guess we have to drink whiskey, right? I think so. Well, it'll be a safe Or laudanum. <laughs> laudanum. <laughs> Who's got the laudanum? <laughs> Maddie. Um,. So yeah, the Crystal Palace is not a real place. Yeah, all these locales, I you know, until we started doing this, I didn't realize that they all a were real, like real, 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 and like still exist. I mean, I know we've already talked that they kind of rebuilt the set outside of Tombstone. I think it's like Mezcal, Arizona, is where they built the set, but still, you know, these are real historical things. You can you can go hang out where Johnny Tyler had that uh, unfortunate few minutes of his life occur. Um, so how, how, we brought up laudanum. How high is Maddie at this point in the film? We haven't so, seen her in about five minutes. That's true. So all the women, what happened to the women? What are they up to right now? Yeah, because they they haven't secured lodging yet. Well, Sheriff Bean says they have. Yeah, a yeah, place but he said he was going to send a man over to show them the place. Yeah, so they're just so, hanging out in that wagon. Maddie's and as we learn in this episode, this is not a safe place. No. Do you think it's just? interventions happening maybe this is the first intervention this is a cut scene where the other two girls are kind of being like maddie you need to lay off the laudanum and she's like no i don't i'm fine <laughs> she's yeah. like, well one of them just gave her laudanum so i'm assuming no but but maybe they learned it on the wagon ride over when she drank half the bottle i i yeah, hate i mean well, i'm not trying to be sexist here but 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 they do mention several times in this film how cosmopolitan and the parisian fashions and stuff they might yeah. be checking out the shopping. They could be shopping. I love to shop. And I've been um, to Paris. And let me tell you, uh, even I, who is I'm not a big uh, shopping guy, there's some pretty sharp-looking suits in Paris when I was there. Let me tell you, even I, my eyes were uh, drawn to the windows a few times. So I'm sure we'll be. think the same when we actually go to Tombstone. and be like, oh, some sharp suits in the Parisian fashion. Oh, man, we here. probably – I'm going to dress like Sheriff Behan when we go there. I'm going to dress like um, Curly Bill. <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to recognize me by my red sash. Oh, man. Um, so we're introduced to um, just a shootout. Just just three guys come out of a – just come flying out of the Crystal Palace. And then one guy barely raises his gun. <laughs> like it's – He's, he's like, don't ra- raise that arm or I'm going to yeah. have to – And I believe it's – Buck T- or Creek Johnson is the one who uh, shoots that guy, kills him. Well, he and has a really good reason for it, right? He does. We find out later it's because uh, the guy crawfished a bet and then called him, him a liar. Cheater. Yeah, or called so him a liar, yeah. So I looked up crawfishing a bet, and essentially it means if you deny or back on your word. So if you sort of said, like, you know, I'm going to do this, and then the card's laid out, and you're like, no, I didn't say that. And then I guess Creek Johnson said, yes, you did. And the guy called him a liar. And then they spilled out. I wonder if Creek pulled him out by his ear. (laughs) 
Yeah. I, I, like, ah, man, it, that just is, it's amazing. And, and I wonder if it's, it really was like this, that something like that could just go into <laughs> murder on the street, which the uh, offending party could call a fair fight. I guess so. I guess. I don't know. Um, I did Does it make you glad that we're alive now and not then? I say that honestly about most things in life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Creek Johnson is played by the actor Buck Taylor, Joe. And, uh, That's we not his two... real name, right? It's not his real name, but it's what he's known as. He was on Gunsmoke for eight seasons. Oh, my grandpa so he's... liked that show. Yeah, so this is like an example of casting that you see throughout this movie where they kind of cast some old, um, you know, I think Gary Clark is another guy earlier on, but like they kind of cast an older Western figure into a, a, a bit role. And so Creek Johnson's so way about Buck Taylor. I looked now, he now, uh, he creates posters for Texas rodeos. Really? Like yes. to this day? That's yes. awesome. That's a really, that... that's really cool. I agree. Both these guys, Buck Taylor plays Creek Johnson, and Texas Jack Vermillion is played by uh, Peter Shiriaco. I'm sure I'm saying every name wrong. You but always do, but yes. Interesting thing about Peter here, he we mentioned earlier about the Buckaroos, like the 30 or so guys who like hang out and like are ready for Western movies. Peter Shiriaco is like the coordinator of those guys. So not only is he texas jack but he's also um uh, i believe in the credits he's listed as a buckaroo coordinator and he's sort of a technical advisor on the film for um keeping it as historically accurate as possible huh isn't that great yeah good stuff um we also sort of see in this moment and uh especially his last few moments as we got tombstone just a lot of reunions yeah it kind of made I mean I wonder if, if we go to Tombstone are we gonna run into some old friends? Maybe we'll run into two friends after they just murdered someone on the street. Rob, Joe, uh, oh hey, oh wow, I'm, I just got done twirling my gun after my friend shot somebody in the heart. <laughs> I forgot. Oh hold on, excuse me. The elderly the elderly marshal's coming over to take our guns away until there's a review. But it was yeah, a fair sure. fight. We, we, we see how worthless Sheriff Bien is here because he's just – he watches this whole thing unfold, doesn't say a thing. All right. I got a question for you. Okay. Who would win in a fight, Sheriff Behan or Johnny Tyler? Oh, Johnny Tyler. In a fight? Well, okay. Does 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 Sheriff Behan get to use his little stick? <laughs> his little cane that his he little like, cane twirls he around out. like a fancy boy? Yeah. Um, I mean, does it matter? This Would actually, he actually use it? I do think this sort of reminds me that it's because this movie's R that this didn't happen, but this movie should have action figures. <laughs> I mean, it should, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, Go can you on. imagine you could have your own Texas Jack or Creek Johnson and, like, J- Sheriff Bean would be the one no one would want to buy, like... Oh, there's only Sheriff. Yeah, or if it was like shelf. trading cards, you'd be like, "Oh, I got another Sheriff BN." Oh, Sheriff is it one of the is it one of the pinstripe specials? <laughs> yeah, the whole card's pinstripe, but I don't care, man. He's a dork. I don't like Sheriff BN is just the Lobot of Tombstone, where it's like the only thing that's left on the shelves. Like, oh no, 
I guess we need to get you a Sheriff Bean, son. That's all they have. Oh, but they Dad, sold out of Doc it. Holidays. No, forget it, Dad. It's fine. <laughs> I would let's, love, I would love just... if there was Tombstone um, action figures. Well, you know, we should. Um, what are the, those Funko Pop toys? Those little figures. Oh yeah, we should get some Tombstone ones of those. Why? I, I just uh, actually my most recent. Not that I'm the kind of guy that buys those to put them on my desk, but let's just say I did buy them from time to time. The last one I would have bought was uh, Kurt Russell from Big Trouble in Little China, uh, and he he may or may not be guarding my desk uh, at my work. I think employment. We'll do some research after this and see if we can find any uh, tombstone figurines. Give that a link. People should have these. We should have these. I mean, obviously, the Doc Holiday one would sell. 30 times more than any other character. Okay, right? so you buy Doc Holiday first. Well, I mean, you're... wouldn't everybody? like? Yeah, no, I, I agree. But now it's like, Joe, Could you fill second... it with water and then squeeze it so it sweats? <laughs> what would your second pick be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, um, Johnny Ringo's a good pick. Yeah, no. I, well, yeah, it is. I mean, that's a fair pick. That's not. That wouldn't be who I pick. Um, Obviously, wider. <laughs> I would maybe pick the Frank Stallone one if they made one. Oh yeah, uh, Bailey, Ed Bailey. No, I, I probably, I probably White Earp would be my second pick for sure. I the think. Uh, the great one about the uh, Morgan Earp one is it comes with outlet covers too. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> what would the what would the Maddie one be? comes with its own little lotum bottle like it would like it would it would be hollow bottle. it would be hollow and it would come as a flask <laughs> oh my gosh do you have anything more on this minute um another underrated one real quick would be the, the jason Priestley character who will oh, meet later yeah we have not been introduced to him yet or Which billy zane's like, character Oh, oh man, we gotta talk about this has to be a thing this and is what we're we getting do real next. close to like i mean i I've been feeling like the, I mean, uh, and this this is what's made me a little, you know, uneasy about our whole podcast. Because this movie, I kind of starts sort of slow. I mean, we have the wedding a little bit, but the real good content. I actually disagree. Goes here, I, goes like from here on out. We don't really have a whole lot of slow spots, but there are a few in those in the first twenty five minutes. I I think the first twenty five minutes are pretty great. Oh, I I mean, I'm not saying it's not great, but. Uh, you know, like the historical, like little documentary thing. I don't know. I'm just was a little concerned. Uh, whereas, like you know, some movies like kind of open up with a bang. This one kind of opens up with some exposition. So I was a little concerned about it. But but like we're getting in, t- and we've we've been talking about this movie for years and years and years. Yeah. And a lot of the favorite beats that we come back to are are finally like popping up here in the next few minutes, and I'm pretty excited about that. Oh yeah. No, we have. Listeners, I know we're 25 episodes in. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far. Oh, that's incredible. I can't thank believe you, you did. Uh, um, and, and and really where we shine is when we talk about the romantic subplot in this film. <laughs> and that is imminent. <laughs> yes. And there's 105 more of these episodes coming your way. Is that how many there are? Oh, my God. There's going to be 130 minutes. Because we got to talk through the credits. We are we really doing that? We have to. We get that close, you got to finish it up. All right, well, we'll make that a mailbag or something. Yep. All right, I think we're good of minute 25, right? Absolutely. Uh, Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great weekend. Yeah.
yeah, hope everyone's rolling. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. <laughs>